0: Back in the building, whatever building that might be, whatever building you currently find yourself in, and if you're listening to this in a vehicle or in your headphones or AirPods out in the outdoors, for the purpose of this example, we are going to refer to that as a building. It's the Questions Hip Hop Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Kantrowitz, and we have a great episode in store for you. But before we get into that, The Questions Hip-Hop Trivia Card Game is officially on sale and in stores tomorrow, January 24th, the day after this episode publishes. 300 cards of hip-hop trivia written by myself. Incredible package designed by Frank William Miller Jr. Additional art and design by some incredible artists. Trivia spanning from the 80s all the way up to last year. East Coast, West Coast, Midwest, South, Underground, Super Commercial. It's all in there and it is being published by Penguin Random House this year to celebrate the 50th birthday of hip hop. Hip hop hits the big bicentennial birthday marker later this summer. This has been a project years in the making for me and I am thrilled at the response we've gotten so far. The game hit number one on the Amazon charts earlier this month, which was incredible. And there's a lot more in store for 2023, so be on the lookout for that. And if you haven't already ordered yours, hit the link in the show notes or go to questionshiphop.com to place your order. Hey, if you're in LA, we've got some live questions events coming up. One of them is just on the very cusp of being finalized, so stay tuned for that. But what I can tell you now is that we are going to be a part of Dre Day LA on February 24th at the Echo Plex. Dre Day is an annual celebration of the legend himself, Dr. Dre. And the night is coming back after a three year hiatus. And, you know, we're going to have some of Dre's collaborators, DJ sets, and other Dre related goodness. But amongst all that, The Questions is going to be there doing an all Dr. Dre trivia game live on the spot. So go to dredayla.com to purchase your tickets. And speaking of Dre, today on the show, I'm sitting down with one of Dre's longtime collaborators, Corrupt. Corrupt, the West Coast legend, fierce lyricist, and one half of Death Row Staples The Dog Pound. He's worked on some classic records. He's recorded with the biggest legends in the game, and his latest project is Don't Be Stupid a collaborative album with the rapper C-Mob, who is also a guest on today's episode. C-Mob is a completely independent artist hailing from the Midwest. He's from Marion, Indiana, and he's worked with artists like Tech 9 ne Chris Coleco, and many more. Don't Be Stupid is the first collaboration between the self-appointed Gotti Mob, and it features an all-star cast of guests including Snoop Dogg, Too Short, MC8, King Crooked, Spice One, and more. This was a fun one to do. I know you're going to enjoy it. I had a slight technical difficulty towards the end of the episode, but it's brief and it doesn't detract from the show. I'm just bringing it up because i like to keep it honest with you and I strive to provide you with an enjoyable listening experience. And if you want even more of a listening experience, like bonus moments that don't make it into the episodes, early access to episodes, video, playlists, and much, much more, join the questions Patreon by going to patreon.com slash the questions hip hop. You spend $5 a month. You're a part of this VIP club and you're helping support the show. Look, on average, you're getting four to five episodes of this podcast every week. So even if you're not interested in any of that amazing stuff I just mentioned, is a weird hypothetical because i know you're going to be into it but even if you weren't into that it basically amounts to paying a dollar per episode of the podcast that you're already getting is this a tactic that works right now what i'm doing i'll I'll let you know if you you contact me directly i'll tell you if this you know was useful at all to me and trying to get more people to join the patreon all i'm saying is your support is greatly appreciated and i want to give a big shout out to everyone on the questions patreon and so with that said without further ado We are going to start this show. It's the Questions Hip Hop Trivia, episode number 140 with Corrupt and C Mob. Here we go. Who did it first? Who did it best? Who did it worst?
1: That's the question. Who rapping then? That remix, and what happened when? That's the question. Let me ask you a question. Hmm. And if you ain't know what needs, then my guy's doing what you need, some answers to the questions.
0: We're back at it. This is The Questions Hip Hop Trivia, episode 140. We are you know, joined today by the dynamic duo of Corrupt and C-Mob. They just put out their most recent project, Don't Be Stupid, which are words uh, to live by, if you ask me. I mean, I've been, you know, I've been repping Don't Be Stupid since before there was uh, even an album. So, you know, major props <laughs> to y'all uh, for doing that. But uh, how are you I, guys doing? Yeah, I mean, it, the, the album's been out like a month now. So what's the response been like? How, how's that been going for you?
1: has been going great. Um, you know, we got a lot, of, a lot of people in support, you know what I'm saying? They want to see Corrupt and see Mob shine, so, you know, I love that.
0: Excellent. Well, you know, we're here. We're going to be talking about the project, but we're also going to be testing you guys on your hip-hop trivia, and, you know, you guys are playing as a team, so you're here to sort of help each other out, you know, get each other's back, and uh, I think we're going to have a good time, so you guys ready to get into this trivia game?
2: Yeah. I get it.
0: All right. Here we go. I'm going to share this screen. And uh, our first round is the multiple choice round called The Choice is Yours. This is our general multiple choice round. So here we go. First question. Which of these rappers has never officially been a member of a hip hop mob? Is it ASAP, Ferg, Cujo, Goody? Prodigy or Warren G who was not in a hip-hop quote unquote mob Warren G he says Warren G and he is absolutely correct Warren G shout out to Warren former guest on the show I know you guys have you know a relationship with <laughs> him as well obviously there's a little bit of history um obviously Cujo goody is part of the goody mob prodigy is in mob deep and you know you got the ASAP mob the the newer mob so my question to you guys You guys are the the Gotti Mob, right? That's that's sort of the unofficial. Oh yeah. What was the genesis behind that? Like, how did how did y'all even link up? Because your two names, you know, you 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 guys have had very different careers. So, what was the genesis of the Gotti Mob, as it were?
1: Our good buddy M80 basically uh, brought it to the table, but I've been working with C Mob before, so C Mob came to the table with M80, and uh, we all just put our heads together to. To make an EP actually first. And then uh we ended up with an album. <laughs> and Gotti Mob is just the representation of the both of us. I'm Gotti. Tupac gave me my name, young Gotti. And he's C Mob. You don't wanna get Chris Pierce.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mob, like what was it like working on a project with somebody like Corrupt, who I know as somebody who's a student of the game, who's been in the game for so long, like you must have been bumping Corrupt like in your formative years.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I grew up on 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 all that. Um, You know, growing up in the Midwest, you know, we we listened to a little bit of everything, you know, a lot of a lot of Chicago hip hop, a lot of West Coast hip hop and we also listen to east coast down south so you know i feel like uh you know growing up in the in the midwest it was kind of like a like a melting pot of hip-hop you know what i'm saying but uh yeah west coast hip-hop was a big big part of me growing up
1: well thank you very much, very much. thank you <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so my follow-up question corrupt is like is there is it weird to be working with people because you, like you you've, You've been a collaborator your entire career. You've been in groups. You've worked with some of the best. I mean, you know, you look at this man's catalog and like pretty much every area of the map, you have been a pivotal force in collaborations and stuff. But now, you know, you you joked and when we started this, you're like, oh, I'm here and I'm getting older. We're all getting older. You're now in a spot where you're working with artists who like were listening to you before, you know, they, they, they even thought about picking up a mic. So what is that like for you?
1: Uh, you know, I love it. You know, that's what hip-hop is about. We're a culture. We're a community. And uh, collaborations are made for unification. So, uh, you know, I love it. C-Mob is, is special on the mic. When you add these two different flavors, um, you can only come up with, with something that's good for the culture. It's good for hip-hop. So that's the key.
0: Yeah love it. And I love the album. It's, it's really dope. And, you know, we're, we're definitely going to be talking about it more. But we're going to blast back to the past a little bit with question number two. Death Row Records released many classic albums in its heyday. Which of these artists has the most Death Row released albums to their name? Is it Daz, Lady of Rage, RBX, or Snoop Dogg? Who has the most Death Row released albums? Death Row released albums? yes do dog pound albums count for dash? no we're only counting solos on this that's a good question mob i, I see you trying to you know peep out the the, the trick questions but this is like <laughs> the, the, the name had to be just their name on there
1: it's definitely snoopy
0: he says snoopy and i think this is a man who would know because again he was there <laughs> You wasn't outside. Corrupt was outside. You know, the listener at home, he, he you knows that. You know. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, Daz obviously through the Dog Pound put out some records, but he only put out one album, you know, solo on Death Row. Lady of Rage had her uh, one album, Necessary uh, Roughness. RBX never dropped an album on Death Row. Snoop Dogg has got three. He's got, you know, Doggy Style, Dog Father, and then the Dead Man Walking uh, album. And, you know, like I guess we could maybe say murder was the case, sort of as like a snoop Indeed. album. But, um corrupt, yeah. you know, at, at this point, death row is like the stuff of legends. For for you to have been there on the ground floor, what what was that like? And is it something that like over the years, as you as you get further away from it, what is your sort of vantage point of your death row days?
1: Well, it was uh it was school. It taught you the business, it taught you how to make records, how to make songs, and uh, it gave you freedom. You know, Suge didn't, Suge and Dr. Dre didn't try and make us do anything we didn't want to do, so they let us be ourselves, Mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm. So that's the the key to the game, and most importantly, the business we learned, the experience.
0: Right, yeah, I mean most people go to college and like, you know, they only learn things in a classroom and then they have to learn to apply it in the real right. world. And you were like real life lessons, real time. And then that real went, time, real, real. time. <laughs>
1: wow. Uh, and we, yeah. and we survived. Right. It wasn't, wasn't easy. It wasn't just musical school, it was gladiator school too, because you had to stand on your 10 toes.
0: Well, you know? Yeah I'm, and I'm you know dancing around it here but obviously it's it's a it's a famous and an infamous time as well so you know there's oh boy <laughs> <laughs> Um, shout out to just making it through that, that four year program or however long that your schooling was, you know, Andy. <laughs> all right, we're going to move on to question number three. You guys are doing great so far. We have hip hop champs here. Um, this Sacramento MC has often been credited as quote unquote, the creator of horror rap. Is it brother Lynch hung cool? Keith too short or violent J brother Lynch gotta be. He says, "Brother Lynch," and it sure is. It's the Brother Lynch hung, and you know, Gotta I, be. I, I, I do. I, I do my research. You know, I, I obviously I'm aware of both of your careers, but you know, I was trying to find the little uh, Venn diagrams where things overlapped, and I saw that you both have worked with Brother Lynch at different stages in your career.
1: Yes, sure. Yes, indeed.
0: What's the collaboration process like for both of you now in your career? Like, I know you. You know, you talked about how this album. The Gotti Mob album came together, but I want to know what was it like working together on a whole album with somebody corrupt? You've done that obviously before. C Mob, I know you have a lot of collaborations under your belt. Were you guys in the studio together? Was it a lot of passing these back and forth? Like, to take me to the to the scene of making "Don't Be Stupid."
1: Well, with with the Gotti Mob project, I I really follow C Mob's lead because it's it's, 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 his 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 style is. Fresh. his sound is fresh it's different for me i love challenges so i was more along the lines of you know uh following his direction musically following his direction as far as our subject matter you know what i'm saying and uh you know is every great leader was a great follower first so you know sometimes you lead other times follow and i felt this was one of those times where uh i follow you know what i'm saying get something fresh and new you know uh and, and that's that's what, that's what the game is about you know being fresh and being new you know what i'm saying so you know i, I wanted to do something different
0: so yeah, see Mob Ma- keep. yeah mob what was that like sort of taking the taking the ball and running with it on mm-hmm. this one
2: Oh, it was, it was a great experience, um, you know, because like like I said earlier, shit, I've been listening to Corrupt for like 30 years, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, just uh, being so familiar with his work and also being very versatile myself, I was able to just kind of craft a lot of songs that I knew we would sound really good together on and, um, you know, really kind. So, yeah, it was a real good experience, real good experience.
0: Was there a moment in the recording? Because, like, I, I have to assume that there must have been some nerves. I, I just assume every time I've met my heroes, worked with my heroes, like, there's a little bit of, like, mm, like I, I feel confident about it, but you know what? Like, that there's still a little bit of nerves in there. Was there a moment for <laughs> you that sort of passed through that, and you were like, okay, wait, like, yes, I'm still a fan of Corrupts, but now I feel like, oh, this this does feel a little bit more equal playing ground. Or did that not happen for you?
2: Um, just uh, you know, sending the tracks over and getting the feedback, you know, and <laughs> and, and hearing that you know, corrupt was digging it and you know, he really liked it and whatnot. Like, I mean, I already know I'm dope, you know what I'm saying? But hearing it from someone that you that you hold in such high regards, that you know, that you've listened to for so long and looked up to for so long, like. It does mean a lot, you know and it and it does help to alleviate some of that uh I wouldn't really say stress, but you know just that you know you have that thought like, man, I really hope they're digging it, you know you you have a uh, you really want it to go well, you want people to like it, um especially the people who you're working with, so yeah, hearing that really it meant a lot.
1: There wasn't one record on there that didn't make it everyone that was sent in. Boop, 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 hmm. boop, 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 boop. I said, okay, we on the roll right now. This, this is cracking, you know what I'm saying? It's exciting, it's exciting.
0: Well, yeah, that, that sounds like how an EP becomes an album, for sure. <laughs> if, oh, if, man, we couldn't all... stop. <laughs> we just couldn't stop. Amazing. All right, we're going to move on to question number four. Flawless uh, answers so far, guys, by the way. We have 15 total questions, so we'll see how this goes. So this freestyle legend was born in Marion, Indiana. Was it Craig G., King Los, MC Juice, or Supernatural? Supernatural. Gotta be. You know, we had to hit you with some of the hometown questions and, you know, (laughs) wasn't sure. Because, again, you know, sometimes people, you know, are born places, but then they leave. But, yes, it was supernatural, supernat, a legend in the game, you know, freestyle champion. Um, Oh, boy. Yeah. uh, He was, you know, he, I believe he was born there and then he moved when he was 19, which, if I'm not mistaken, is kind of the timeline for you, Corrupt, of when you moved to L.A., right? You were uh, in your late teens when you moved?
1: 16. Sixteen was uh, 16 when I
0: moved to LA. Uh, uh, it was different. <laughs> <laughs> I I imagine because you were where were, you were coming from. Uh, you were coming from where? You were where Philadelphia. You Philadelphia, that's right. So Indeed. Changing, Pennsylvania. Changing coasts. I changed coasts. I moved a bit later to L.A., you know, but I was I was an East Coast guy as well. Right, and, uh, right, right, right. It, you know. it's, it's, it's kind the, of amazing.
1: It, the great thing about it is the, the difference in the cultures and being able to learn from both. It really steps your game up, you know, um, with your skills and with, you know, uh, just the experience. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, Mob, I want to know, you know, we know about the New Yorks. We know about the L.A.s. We know about, you know, to a la- later down the timeline, the Atlantas, even like, you know, the Minneapolis and all those. Indiana definitely has some power players who have come out of there. But in the history of hip-hop as the culture, it's still like, I think a lot of people are not super up on the culture of Indiana. So what was it like for you coming up as a hip-hop artist there? Oh, um, you know...
2: Growing up here, it really felt like there was very limited opportunities. You know, we'd look at the bigger cities, um, Chicago, L.A., New York, Atlanta, things like that, and a lot of people would try to compare Indiana to that. You know, oh, Chicago artists show each other love. Atlanta artists show each other love. Nobody shows each other love here. That's why we can't make it. Woo, woo, woo. Um, but, I mean, ultimately, you got to. You've got to say, fuck all that. And you just got to keep pushing and keep grinding and, you know, put yourself in a position to where you can put other people on. You can't just complain that nobody's supporting you. Nobody's putting people on. You got to be the example. You know what I'm saying? So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that the Midwest uh, in particular has definitely seen like a renaissance in terms of really breaking out in the last, I mean, honestly, the last like 20 years, you could even say, you know, a lot of underground indie acts um, and, and, and major artists too. So it it I feel like also the internet has probably changed that too where regionalism is not necessarily as strong a thing because people are passing files people are you know like taking styles it's it's not like how it was back in the day where you like would hear a tape and like maybe only people in the city had access to that tape it's all right. sort of there mm-hmm. so I imagine that that affects things too right
2: yeah the internet has really uh you know things up and made things a lot of. A lot easier. It's also oversaturated the game a lot, you know. But yes. you know, I'm trying to look at the positives about it because when I when I dropped my first album, I was still standing on street corners, you know, selling my CDs at stop signs and and hitting uh, gas station parking lots and stuff like that. So I've experienced both, and I would way rather collect checks from Spotify <laughs> than, than you know stand out with that. Back trying to get people you know what i'm saying to give me a chance while they pull up to the stop sign so yeah mm-hmm. I, I enjoy the internet era for sure
0: yeah i mean a lot of people come to rolling stops my girlfriend just got a ticket uh for doing a rolling stop so that's an even harder sell they're not even <laughs> gonna stop at the stop sign like what do you do do you chase after them throw the cd be like yo let's give this a listen yeah totally feel that all right you guys aced round one flawless score. We're going to turn up the heat a little bit on round two, and this round is called Check the Rhyme. So this is all about rhymes and other people's lyrics and things like that. So we're going to get into the first question in this round. Here we go. Nas recommends that you push the pool stick in your new crib, same hand that you hoop with, swing around like you stupid on this single. Is it Hate Me Now, Made You Look, New York State of Mind, or One Mike? and I know it's hard because I read the lyrics and I sound nothing like Nas so you know that's part of the challenge that's a good one right
1: here let me see
0: Uh, push the pool stick in your new crib same hand that you hoop with swing around like you stupid I don't
1: know that's a hard one Sounds like New York state of
2: mind. That's, that's what I want to say too. I listen Illmatic is probably my most played Nas
0: album. Right, right. Yeah. All right. So that's the answer we're going with. We're going to, I'm going to play you guys the answer. We're going to, we're going to hear the answer. Here we go.
1: That
0: you with, swing around like Boom. Uh, wow. Yeah. Made you look. Made you look. Good um, job. Look. We 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 all respect Nas and sometimes it could be hard. I know you guys. The thing I've learned about MCs too is that you guys have other you know you don't have other people's lyrics in your head because you have to keep your own lyrics in your head. So that's right. That's definitely right. A plan. some of them.
1: Some of them know just some of them just catch you though. It's just just catch you.
0: But that is uh, true.
1: That was a good one right there. So you know I so- say so much. It's hard to keep up.
0: Right. And you want to talk about like crazy runs later in careers Nas is having an amazing couple of years now yeah, with right. all the hit boy albums like right right i was i was telling people like yeah you know like all the Nas albums that came out recently he was like yeah i like those three albums i was like nah he put out four albums in the last like two years right so he put out right. the three king's disease albums and the magic album um, and see
2: he
1: stays
0: active right you know and
1: that's the good thing man. he did
0: so he was talking about swinging your arms around like you're stupid. You guys named the album, Don't Be Stupid. <laughs> I, I I need to know what, what was the origin of this title? Because it's one of those where you just see it and it catches your eye. Uh, where did well, this come from?
1: Well, you know, shit, self-explanatory. Don't fool <laughs> with C-Mob and corrupt. Don't be stupid, stupid. You know what I'm saying? Not on this mic, man. You know what I'm saying? That, not when it comes to making these records, these good songs. You know, when it comes to the mic and in general, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, and in life, just don't be stupid. You did.
0: If you're I'm listening at home, give them
1: some game up on there, certain records and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dropping
0: yeah. knowledge. But yes, if you're listening at home and you're unsure, write down these words right now. Don't be stupid. And just don't be, be put st- Dude. Yeah, carry it in your pocket. You know, like that's just some advice from, you know, your boys, uh, Mob and Corrupt. Too, and that's show. what Z Mob said,
1: too. He was like, man, stop showing people your cheese, man.
0: Right. Don't be stupid. Exactly. All right, we're moving on to question number two in this round. Number five Tech Nine's 2013 single, Fragile, takes a stab at shit talking music critics. Which of these MCs is featured on the song? Is it Two Chains, J Rock? Kendrick Lamar or Merce?
2: Kendrick Lamar.
0: He says Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar is correct. Boom. Kendrick Lamar featured on the Don't Be Stupid album as well. And I know Tech Nine is also uh, somebody who played a pretty pivotal part in your come up and career, Mob, as well, correct?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, Midwest love, Midwest, uh, you know, culture. Uh, I want to know about this Kendrick Lamar, uh, you know, I guess, do we call it an interlude on the album? Like, how do you guys sort of classify that? Yeah, it's like
2: basically interlude comprised of, uh, you know, uh, they took the Kendrick Lamar clip where he was talking about Corrupt and then a Tech 9 clip where he was talking about me and they just kind of scratched it all together, made a dope little interlude. Mm -hmm. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean... Corrupt, as somebody who has been around, I, and corrupt. I promise, I'm not just trying to find different ways to say that <laughs> you're you're old. Right? But, but as a seasoned legend in the game, you know there, you've seen a lot of people come and go. And you know, K Dot's ascension has been pretty impressive. You know, from your vantage point, what has it been like to see somebody take the torch that you and and everybody that we've talked about in the past? You know, in this game, the from the Death Road days and beyond. And he's like really. You know pushed it i mean the man won a, P- a pulitzer prize you know like w- what are we I talking mean, about real here? like
1: i mean but you know he earned it you know you gotta you know you, you you earn these things you work hard you get great results and uh he earned it you know since the days of being Dot, which got everybody's attention to him to when he made it changed his name to kendrick lamar you know, it's really J-Rock that really uh, concentrated on Kendrick and getting him correct. I was an inspiration to him, but J-Rock was was more hands-on. And when you got that, you know, J-Rock is great. You know what I'm saying? He's classic. So when J-Rock is mainly with you, y'all mind up together on the mic and your inspirations, or artist like Corrupt, you can only come out great. And he did a great job. People love him. He's the people's champ. You did. It.
0: I, I do dig. I do actually dig. Um, <laughs> um, all right, we're going to move on to the third question in this round. In 2022, we're going more recent here. See, we're, we're hopping all over the map, folks. You know, in 2022, these two rappers released the album "Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse," which reflected on the demise of the former supergroup. So, who put out this album? Was it Royce and Joe Budden? Was it King Crooked and Joel Ortiz? Was it Joel Ortiz and Joe Budden, or King Crooked and Royce the Five Nine? A lot of combos here. Mm. Ortiz, boom. King- Ken and Joel Ortiz, absolutely correct. The rise and fall of Slaughterhouse. Hey, know, get, hey, get him, c Mob. You on your A-game, man. You guys are both, you know, coming with the knowledge here. Um, obviously, Slaughterhouse, you know, had a very public rise. And then, you know, some tensions This can happen in groups. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, Corrupt, you've been in groups before. And, and we've been talking about collaboration through all this. And I assume, you know, obviously the Gotti mob, there's, there's not a lot of tension in here because this is, you know, still at such a, you know, exciting and young time, but what is in terms of collaborating, you guys are both collaborators. What is the key to keeping collaboration smooth? I know you talked about a little bit before corrupt about like knowing when to follow and when to lead, but what kind of advice would you give to people who are entering into groups now, knowing what you know now?
1: Well, you know, just gotta be open to new ideas. You got to open to you know the person you're collaborating with giving them their freedom you know what I'm saying and just concentrate on what you're going to bring to the table and you know both of you are free and you got to support each other you know that's that's mainly the key to the game is the support of each other you know that's really where things clash at when people stop supporting each other you know what I'm saying but the support is mainly the key of being open to new ideas, new things, you know, new, fresh ideas. You know what I'm saying? That's why, you know, I just follow Mom's lead. I found that when one person leads, you get the best uh, whoop wop out of it, like dog food. You know, I follow Dazzle's lead. you know what I'm saying? And... and Daz just led the parade, led us to the championship And DJ Pooh kicked in and Dr. Dre kicked in and mixed everything, but it was mainly Daz's lead. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, when you got, you know, uh, when y'all both collabing together, supporting each other it's most important And being open to new ideas, always.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. Mob, I mean, it, from your perspective, with the collaborations you've done, do you have anything like, to add to that in terms of what has – Helps you have fruitful and sort of like beneficial and productive collabs with people?
2: I'd say really just what makes good relationships in general, you know, like good communication, um, you know, showing each other recognition, um, you know, equity, things like that, you know, everybody working together. And uh, yeah, just, just being a unit, Being a team and not just, you know, one person with a sidekick, you know what I'm saying? Everybody recognizing everybody's talents and what everybody brings to the table and so forth.
0: Yeah, I could totally just clip out these quotes that you guys gave and put at the top of it like what does it take to be in a good relationship with the, you know your, your partner and like it's the same stuff you know it really is the same thing like you said being a human uh yeah. I always say that like you know because I'm a producer and a musician myself too it's like you're making a child but the child is the music you know exactly. and so it, it, it all of the good from that and then all of the tension that can be there, but yeah, just the listening and, and communication. Yeah, and
1: like sigma said, man, one of the vital things is the communication.
0: You know? The
1: communication is
0: vital. Yeah. 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 100%. All right, we're moving on to our third round, and the third round is our sample round. It is called Digging in the Crates. So in this round, I'm going to ask you a question and play you a sample, and you guys will have to identify the answer based on what I play. So here we go. Bumpy's Lament off the Shaft soundtrack was sampled on Dr. Dre's Explosive, but that's not the only song to flip it. Which of these artists has not sampled the song? So I'm going to play the song. I, I know we all know this, but for the people listening at home, just in case, this is the song. <clears throat> so who has not sampled that? Is it Erica Badu? Lil' Kim, push a T or Dub C? Hmm.
1: That's a good
0: one. <laughs> let's do process of uh, elimination, guys. If we're feeling, you know, a little unsure, let's talk this out. You know it's Erica.
1: She, okay. she definitely did it. I'm going um, to go yes. Say For it Lil again?
0: Kim. Okay. You're, you're going Lil' Kim, corrupt. How do you feel about that?
1: I'm going with Lil' Kim.
0: All right, we're going to do a little reveal here. So, first of all, yes, as Corrupt said, we all know this one.
1: Lady, you hurt your back. Up-
0: then we also had
1: The Lord is my shepherd, I am not sheep. I am just a short stone from the streets. I bring my offering. I will not preach, awaken my
0: Pusha T on Santeria wow. from his last really? album uh, or the previous album, um the the Kanye joint. And then uh so here's the moment of truth Never Kim, before have you seen such in the black Look him on her I first I never off. heard that yeah, That's on job. hardcore drugs so that means Dub C uh, is the only one of these not to answer but you know right. I, Look I, I tell everybody, I'm going to tell you at the end of this, if you guys don't get a perfect score, you are going to leave this and still be Gotti Mob. So you're still winners, obviously. Like, <laughs> nothing can take that away. But yeah, we, tr- we try to, you guys You got some know.
1: good questions in there, Bucko. Good
2: yeah. I, I appreciate that. Samples that Curve Surfing had, so I figured Dub C had used it. But...
1: Right. I could have swore Dub touched it, though. I, I touched the uh, explosive. I saw something from that sample. From you the know right.
0: We gotta I gotta but, turn the heat up. Yep. I can't just give you guys softballs the whole time. Like you guys are legends. We have to we have to turn it up. But Indeed. corrupt, corrupt, man, like we had some people on our Patreon talking about this and we we've, we've been talking about uh explosive recently because we were revisiting one of the albums. Did you set out to have the most cursing ass verse in the history of hip hop when you recorded that? Like what is, what is the story behind that?
1: <laughs> oh man, you don't know, just remember I told you like Dr. Dre, he don't he don't really critique you, or, you know. Tell you what he gives you freedom. Hmm. So you know, when Dr. Dre uh, brought it up. He was like, "Go, you know." With Dr. Dre, you just don't play games. You go for broke. So I'll be honest. I just wanted to concentrate on talking about these funk dog ass slut bitches. So you know, I would. I just. I just went on a rant. You know what I'm saying? I know Dr. Dre liked songs about these hoes. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go for it right here. I'm going to hit, I'm going to call them so many bitches in this shit. Let me see how many times I can say bitch and make it make sense, use the same word different ways. You know, that's a part of my style too. You know, it was a new style that I was working on, which was, you know, using the same word many different ways. So the word I chose there, bitch. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I mean, mission accomplished, because to that credit, it is the most profane verse of all time, I want to say, but it never loses, like, it's easy to follow. And it doesn't just sound like you going on a rant. Like, it is, but it's done in a way that's like, oh, shit. Like, he really, like, put some thought into how he's going to do this. I don't know if, like, I can play it if, like, you know, I have a kid in, like, an English class. I don't know if I want to present that one to be like, okay, we're going to we're going no. to, you, you know, dissect does. the explosive verse. But, you gotta wait for him to grow up. Right. And yeah, then, then you can understand. give him a piece of that game right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Right now, he's in English class. and like, nah, we don't want
0: to him that. You've got to learn to properly construct the sentence first before you can cram as many bitches in as possible. You know?
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then uh, you see Nate just came right after the nigga just you know because that's the thing right there. Okay, you got Nate. This is me and Nate dog specialty. Me, Nate and Dr. Dre, our specialty is talking about, you know, these bitches, they get it confused because, you know, you have ladies and, and, and the women. And then you have these bitches and hoes, there's a difference. So when we talking about the bitches and hoes, we're not talking about the ladies or the women. They're different. You dig what I'm saying? So a lot of people get that misconstrued. Like we just talking about women bad, and we ain't talking about no women. We're talking about these bitches and hoes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I have to ask you a follow-up question because somebody on, a, on the questions Patreon, I, I was being like, hey, if you guys have questions, drop them in, and I'm going off a list here. Are, as somebody who has like 30 plus years of, uh, of recorded material, are, are there ever songs that you're like, mm, I wish I wouldn't have said it this way, or maybe like I, if I could go back, I'd have done it different? Or do you sort of stand by like, this is where I was at the time, and like let the record show like I'm, I'm not into revising or, or looking back like that?
1: Um, you know I'm an MC, so I do listen to my my lyrics later, and I always find that damn I sh- I should have said use this word instead of this word. You know I always do that. You know what I'm saying? Because I always find it a bet I feel like a better way. You know what I'm saying? Because you know as I'm saying it, and I'm like damn. I, I freestyle a lot, so
0: mm.
1: I add a word in there, freestyling, and be like, "Damn, I couldn't. I should have that word." You know what I'm saying? I do that a lot. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they say that a lot of great music it's never actually finished. It just has to be turned in because, like, left, left <laughs> through our own devices, you know, we would just tweak and 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 you know, sort of refine and edit. So I, I get that. I totally. Yeah. Get it. You know, it's
1: like once you got the the people. Once they party to it, they have a good time to it. You gotta, you gotta know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. You gotta know (laughs) when to stop. You know what I'm saying? Ain't too much more you can do, but actually appreciate it. Thinking too hard on it. So once you meet your goal, which is the enjoyment, the people is what tells you whether slapping, you don't tell yourself, you let the people tell. So that's why I play my records for people. I get a gathering. I put, you know, gather up my folks. I have a little get together, eat good, play the music. And they t- they let me know that this is it. That's it. This one's cool. Like, this is shit. You see what I'm saying? So that's the way I do, you know, my stuff right
0: there. Totally. Fo- shout out to focus groups. <laughs> you know, corporations Ooh, yeah. use them. MCs use them. We all use oh, them. Yeah. All right. Next question. Joe Simons drowning in the sea of love was sampled by DJ Premier for this Gangstar Classic. I will play you the sample now. Was it Above the Clouds, Mass Appeal, Step in the Arena, or You Know My Steez? I'll play it again. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's between massive pill and you know my steeds I, I I think that it's between those two. What you what you think, Mob?
2: I was thinking between above the clouds and you know my Steve's. So we got one guest in common.
0: Let's hear it then. I Maybe we we'll do, do, do the above the
1: clouds. That's a that's a hell mary. What you think? Or oh, you know we, my steeds
2: we both said you know my steez so maybe we should go with that one. Boom. Please baby, we can cheese. You know the steez baby ain't no ifs, no ands, no buts. Baby. The Bible drive you
1: crazy, almost break your neck. Again we take respect. Remember just to get a record. Good yes. job.
0: Rest in peace, Guru. Rest in peace, Guru. <laughs> Massive shouts to DJ Premier, you know, one of the greats. Obviously Indeed. corrupt you you collaborated um on the remix of that song um and uh I mean yeah, I mean Premier is a living legend. Uh, Mob,
1: Indeed. yep, that was me. That was uh, Guru, me and Rage.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Um, Mob, are there any producers on your wish list? So, you know, being like in the stage that you're at in your career, is there anybody that like, you just know if they put you in the studio and you did an entire album with this producer, who would it be that you would pick like to fulfill like your 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 hip hop fantasies?
2: I mean. <laughs> I grew up on '90s hip hop, so I
0: would have to go with Dr. Dre. <laughs> Indeed, I, I heard he's pretty good. I've heard some good things about that guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure I'm sure corrupt can uh, confirm as well.
2: Other than that, I'd have to say either a, a Eminem produced album or a King ISO produced album would Ooh. be
0: dope. Good, good, solid. That picks. Eminem
1: and C-Mob uh,
2: collab would be hotty. Yeah.
0: yeah very- oh Yes yeah. sir. All right, we're moving on to the last question in this round. ISO Tomita's nineteen seventy seven song, Solveig's song, was flipped by producer Ninth Wonder for this artist in twenty fifteen. So I will play you the sample. Who did Ninth flip this sample for? Was it Little Brother, Anderson Pack, Rhapsody, or Talib Quali? <laughs> Gotta bring the guns out on this one, guys. Oh, Come on. Damn right. Hold on. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm gonna play the sample again. I'm gonna play it again. Okay. What are we thinking, folks?
2: Jeez. I'm gonna go with either Anderson Packer or Talib Kwali. I'm not
1: sure. Mm. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, so. mm, yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to go. See, Mob knows these things, cuz so <laughs> I'm go with Anderson Pack or Talib as well. Which one you think,
2: Mob? Uh let's go with uh Anderson pack. Yeah, Anderson
0: pack. The big, the big, big reveal, the big reveal. Here we go. My faith is very soon. Boom! Until it's for. Season,
1: my is yes. Off why can't you, you come here help me?
0: You know? <laughs> oh, is this a phone a friend? Or are we doing phone That's a what a my friend? wife said, too. My <laughs> wife said
1: Anderson
0: pack. I was like, oh, man. Why didn't you help me? <laughs> <laughs> well, she was there. She was energetically giving you the the correct right. answer. Yeah. She was trying to do the Jedi mind
1: trick. She remember um, like holding
0: up pieces of paper and shit. <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? It's too like, far away. Guys, I will disqualify you if there's any kind of cheating going on here. Let's, let's be clear. Like we will start all over back to the beginning. Um, <laughs> no, it was Anderson <laughs> Pack. Yep. You guys did a great job of that. Um, so we have now made it to our final round. You guys have been killing it. The final round is called Time's Up. This is our speed round. So in this round, you will have 90 seconds collectively to answer five questions in the category of your choosing. Let's see what today's categories are, folks. Oh, yeah. The first one is Dynamic Duos. Second category is Goat Guest Versus. And the third category is Ha Ha Ha. So you guys pick which category and you'll have 90 seconds to answer. Talk it out. Feel it out. If you have any questions, I'm happy to consult you. You know, let you know what what direction, you know, what kind of car you might want to drive off in today. Happy to help, you know?
1: Let's let's do the duos. Yeah. He he says duos.
0: Duos. Here's what you guys need to know. You'll have 90 seconds to answer five questions in this category, the hip hop duos, right? Um, If you don't know the answer... You can say pass, but if you answer incorrectly, I'll, since it's both of you guys, I'll let you guys both um, sort of have an have a answer on it, but uh, you can only answer it once. If, if you it incorrectly, it's done. And finally, just to add a little tension, uh, I have Time's Up by uh, OC, uh-huh. and I'm going to be playing it in the background. So uh, dynamic duos. 90 seconds on the clock. All right. Little Brother released their first official album as a duo with this album. What was the name of the album? Wanna pass? Okay, we're gonna pass. All right. Next question, number two. In the formative stages of their careers, Missy Elliott and Timbaland wrote and worked for a member of this R&B group. What was the name of the R&B group who had a member that Timbaland and Missy worked for when they were first coming up.
1: Dang, man. So many. Uh, ooh, uh,
0: we're going to pass. Work
1: for, oh, uh, yeah.
0: We'll pass. We'll pass. Aaliyah. Aaliyah is incorrect. Okay. The Alchemist and Evidence's group shares its moniker with this Will Ferrell film. Will Ferrell film that's also the name of a group that Evidence and Alchemist are in. Step Brothers. is Stepbr- correct. Good Step Brothers is correct. All right. You got me, dude. <laughs> Corrupt. This is, this is a special question for you. What is your favorite and least favorite Dog Pound album? Uh, dog Food is my favorite. I don't have a least All right, we will accept that answer. That, that works. Um, We're gonna go back. Uh, What was the little brother album that was just them as a duo? I have no
2: idea.
0: All right, our our time is up. the The album was called "Get Back." That was the name of the first album they did without Ninth Wonder. Um, Damn, uh, Missy and Timberland. I remember that record too. Yeah, it's it's a good record. Uh, Missy and Timberland. They they worked for a member of Jodeci. Jodeci uh was, uh, you know, the group, and they were in the basement of uh, Devontae and, you know, just sweating it out in the basement, just making, you know, the classics for him. And, yeah. yes, oh, you wait, got to...
1: Wait, wait, okay. Yes, yeah, see, because uh, um, Devontae had Timberland, Genuine, Missy. He had all of them signed yeah. to him. Yeah. Yep. And Joe and yeah, Joe D, Timberland, Missy, and Genuine. It was all under Devontae.
0: And that was back when Missy had a group called System. Corrupts, are you going for bonus points right now? I mean, like- hello. I mean, you know, I, I I
1: I you got me good. You got me good. Now Easy. this is
0: I, I'm gonna reiterate this once again. When we get off this Zoom, you are still corrupt, and you are still mobbed. Like, look, you guys are winners, clearly. But I'm going to total up your score now on this game. But the question I always like to ask, we're 140 episodes in. We've had so many guests, so many people, producers, DJs, rappers, comedians, actors. Who is somebody that you guys know that you think should come on the show next? Who do you nominate? I know who you should have. next. Mike Epps. Woo! Mike Epps would be <laughs> amazing on this. Oh my god, And it is going to be hilarious! All right, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna clip this out and post it so that Mike Epps see th- sees this and like this is corrupt. Mm-hmm. Challenging him, uh, Mob, you have anybody that you would recommend?
2: Um, I'd nominate uh, either King ISO X rated or Tech Nine.
0: Bone. Mm. Woo. Yeah, I mean, shit. You guys should become my booking agents. I mean, you guys have all these ideas. <laughs> so like, I could use the help. So you guys we got to give back. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. So okay, you guys got a total score of ten out of fifteen. Now let me tell you, who previous guests of the show who have scored ten out of fifteen. So you understand the ranking of greatness that the Gotti Mob is now a member of. I'm talking about Master Ace. I'm talking about Christopher Kid Reed from Kid and Play scored a 10 out of 15. Wow. Bahamadia. I'm talking about Granddaddy IU, rest in peace. We had him on the show uh, wow. uh, in 2020 or 2021. He scored that. Tony Baker, everybody's favorite comedian, doing the voices of all the animals on Instagram and right, stuff. Right. He, he scored a 10 out of 15. What I'm basically trying to say, guys, is the 10 out of 15, while not a perfect score, is certainly not shabby territory. If this were a club, this is definitely behind the velvet rope. The 10 club is a good Place to be, man. There's some
1: great ones on here. You
0: have Bahamadia. That's my family. Bahamadia Philly. is is yeah, yeah. Of course, the Philly connection. Of course, yeah. yeah.
1: That's my family right there. Uh,
0: she's she's great. She's a wonderful uh, wonderful person and a talented MC. So indeed, guys, uh, the album is out now. Is there anything else that you want to tell the people? Um, you know, let them know about any other projects you have coming up or what they can do to you know get down with the Gotti mob.
1: No, just get that Gotti mob. Don't be stupid. You know what I'm saying? see mob and corrupt. We got a new video that's out right now. I want to be a hoe? So, you know, go check it out. We hope y'all like it. I'm going to put it up on my Instagram uh, tomorrow is when I launch it on mine. It's already up uh, on the Instagram. So I'm reposting it tomorrow. It's also on the YouTube. Uh, we're going to shoot two more videos. We're going to shoot... Uh, one called uh, take me away and then we're going to be shooting uh often video with x-rated so get ready for some of these good records to be
2: coming back indeed yeah Uh, go www.yotimob.com that's where you can get the merch you can order the cds cassettes vinyl the hoodies the shirts the hats all that you know um and you know just uh Hit up YouTube. We've already dropped five videos for this album. And uh like Corrupt said, we're planning on dropping two more. So that's seven videos for a 13-track album. That's that's good as fuck. So yes, just support that. You know, just get us those uh those clicks, those likes, those subscribes, those views, and uh and share that
0: shit. Indeed. 13 songs from an EP that was supposed to be an EP became an album. Seven videos off the project. I mean, the hardest working duo in rap, maybe? I mean, we got to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Big shouts again to Corrupt and C-Mob for appearing on the show. Go check out Don't Be Stupid if you want to hear the potent combo of Gotti Mob smacking through your speakers. And hey, do me a favor. If you're listening to this, leave a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show get seen, and I see the number of downloads and listens that I'm getting here each week. The numbers are not matching up with the reviews. Don't front on me, please. Leave a five-star rating and review, and help me continue to grow The Questions, which is a proud member of the Stony Island Audio Network. The show's theme is by Midas the Beast and Tsarism. We're back next week. You can buy The Questions hip-hop trivia game this week. Go do that, and then we'll all talk about it next week, okay? Peace.